Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. That's right. Now, this is a different type of podcast episode. This is going to be something I got from my man, Mr. DJ. Uh, it's called Quick Take. And I want to do that because this has been bugging me since I heard about it. So, you ready, Dimitri? Back at it with another one. I, I want to get into this because we talked about this a few times and this bit kind of been blowing up on Twitter. Dr. Dre and his wife are getting divorced. So for people who don't, don't, don't know about this, so Dr. Dre and his wife have been married for 25 years and she recently filed divorce like two months ago from him. And they signed the prenup when they got married. So that's a whole nother thing. But what she's trying to do is now she's going, she hired a lawyer and all this stuff. She's trying to get the, uh, the prenup avoided. So, you know, the judge can overrule it and, you know, try to seek, you know, try to approve her for her demands, which uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get into all that because I'm not married, but I kind of know what a prenup is. So good luck with that. But here's the thing that got me and a bunch of people. So Nicole Young, his wife, is asking for $2 million a, a month. Now, you might think, all right, he sold beads. You know, he got, you know, close to a billion dollars in, in net worth. You know, why is that such a big thing? So let, let, me, let me break down this number for you, why she wants $2 million a month, right? So laundry and cleaning, she puts down as $10,000 a month. Clothes, you guessed it, $135,000 a month. Education, which is tuition and living expenses, $60,000 a month. Entertainment, uh, entertainment is reasonable. It's $900,000 a month. Charitable contributions, $125,000 a month. Mortgage, $100,000 a month. Telephone, cell phone, and email. $20,000 a month. Now, you might think, ah, oh, that's not too bad, or you might think that's excessive. But here's the thing I got, I took away from this. Since when did an email account cost someone $20,000 a month to maintain? Because mm -hmm. Google's free, Yahoo's free, and regardless if you have a business email or not, that's maybe $10 a month, depending on what you have. But $20,000 a month, for cell phones and emails? I mean, what do you think about that? Um, I think she's crazy. She doesn't need all that much money. And um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. $900,000 for entertainment is crazy. <laughs> I mean, what's she going to have the cast of Avengers come in her living room and reenact the whole movie for? Like, yo, his, like, I know some people might think he has the money for it. He could pay for it. But when you look at the list of demands, uh, even if you take out the prenup, but if you look at the list of demands, close $135,000 a month. I mean, charitable, uh, charitable contributions. First of all, she wants him to pay for, for her, her charity. <laughs> yo, like, yo. Yeah, no, she, I, I, she's like, man, I mean, you know, when you, when you're accustomed to living a certain lifestyle, I mean, you know, the budget is going to be super high. So, I mean, it comes with being rich, I guess. 
Because, so here's the kicker for me out of Silent Audience. So, you know, she talked about why she deserved this kind of money and that he forced her to sign a prenup. But here's her whole big thing. I don't need him to help me pay for anything, but I need him to pay, you know, $2 million a month to me for sponsored support. So it, 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 it just mind boggles me that she don't want him paying any of her bills, but yet she has a list of demands that quite frankly don't make no much sense. And if you think about how much that is a year, 2 million a month for, you know, 12 months, that's $24 million right there. I mean, and I, I don't know, like I always, I, I just thought that whole list of demand thing was just, it's insane. It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. $900,000 a month in entertainment. Yo, I, you better get Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime videos. I mean, I only spend like maybe $25, $30 a month on Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon, and, you know, and a bunch of other subscriptions. Like $900,000? I can't even, like, wow. I mean, it, it goes back to... It, this may, it takes me back to when Chris Brown and his his ex girlfriend had you know his daughter royalty, and they settled out of the court that you know he was going to pay, uh, I believe it was like fifteen thousand dollars a month in ch- in child support, and then she felt fifteen thousand dollars was reasonable. So then she asked the courts if he could pay forty five thousand dollars a month. It's like, yeah, it's being greedy. It's being absolutely greedy. Yeah, and man. I think, and they don't want to go back. Yeah. They don't want to go back to living regular. That's the thing. They, they just don't want to go back. And I mean, in one way, again, you can't, you can't blame them. Well, I was, I'm not going to say you can't blame them, but you just, I just get the rationale because that's like, if you're used to, you know, freaking personal chefs and, you know, luxury cars and, you know, all that, you know, wealth and privilege and you don't ever have a want or a need anymore. They don't want to go back to that because these women, they don't work. They don't yeah. have jobs. Yeah. You know, they just be sitting there, you know, just, 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 just scratching and smelling and collecting money, you know, getting their allowance from, you know, whatever guy they're in a relationship with and stuff like that. And especially when they get knocked up, they're pretty much <laughs> set for life. That's when, that's why they say, you know, women be trapping men because, you know, so, every, I was just thinking about Steph Curry and his wife, you know. Um, and one thing she's always been applauded was the fact that despite her being married to Steph Curry, she went out, created her own business. She got her own cooking channel. She has a clothing line, if I'm not mistaken, on makeup line. She went out and invested some of that for her own, you know, for her own future. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because whether they married till the end or not, you know, she wants to find something to do with her time. I don't think I, I've known. I know Nicole is a lawyer, right? So my whole thing is this. Is someone said this on Twitter. He was like, when you divorce somebody, you also divorce their lifestyle. So meaning you can't expect him to pay for all the luxuries he have when you divorce him. You know, he has a personal chef. He has assistants. And he has, you know, drivers and stuff like that. When you divorce him, you can't live that same lifestyle because you're not with him no more. You can't expect him 
to continue that elegant and lavish lifestyle, you yeah. know, without you. Here's my thing. I will never speak on marriage because I'm not married. I can't tell nobody what to do. But I also feel like once you divorce somebody, you have to go do your own thing. So if you got to go work at McDonald's, you know, for $15 a, an hour, hey, that's, that's what happens when you divorce somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of people view marriage as till death do us part. Can, and can nowadays, yeah, and nowadays I, I was reading an article, you know, divorce rates are sky high. I mean, people only getting divorced after three years. You know what I'm saying? And right. I think, you know, uh, some people might say, you know, yeah, they, they were together for 25 years. And I thought that too. I was like, all right, they've been together 25 years. And then I realized, like, Dr. Dre already established who he was before he married her. It wasn't like, you know, Jeff Bezos and his wife, you know, star Amazon from the, the, the garage all the way up to the empire it is, or, you know, Bill Gates starring his company from the ground up with his wife and then it blew up. At that point, you really can't tell her no to anything. But on the flip side, even if they were married for 25 years, $2 million a month with these kind of demands? I, I, no. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I think marriages, especially for celebrities nowadays, have been a very hot button issue because I've seen this time and time again where a lot of celebrities get married and then a couple of years in they get divorced and, and and this is not a knock against women, but most of the time women are the ones that walk away better than men do. And even if he could afford it, it's just, first of all, you sound the prenup. So you really can't demand all this stuff. And the thing that kind of blew my mind about it was she was saying, um, she was telling, apparently she was, she had a conversation with a lawyer saying that he threatened her to sign the prenup. And, and it was like, we're getting married or not. If you don't sign this prenup and he was forcing her hand to do it. And I'm like, aren't you a lawyer? Don't blame you? the guy. Yeah. Aren't you the lawyer? Like, even if he did do that, you, you're if a lawyer. You, yeah, that's yeah. all you being a lawyer is to like know that type of shit. But it's cat, man. She's not. It's it's just I don't know. I, I'll I'll say this again. You know, if if two million dollars a month to me, all right, and especially if I have Dr. Dre money. Now I don't know how much Dr. Dre is worth. He's he's worth about nine hundred billion. Nine hundred what? Nine uh, nine hundred million. Okay. So all right, so then let's say if out of nine hundred million nine hundred million dollars, he's got you know let's say seven hundred fifty million in his account, and he still has income coming in, you know. So let's say he still has a seven or eight figure salary, you know, coming in. If you were there, if I'm Dr. Dre and you were with me when I wasn't a rapper or I was still coming up and I wasn't famous, when you're not going anywhere. But let's say, well, yeah, when you're not going anywhere, but let's say if you were, you know, I wouldn't mind helping you because I remember the fact that you were with me and supported me when I had nothing. They got married in 1996. Dr. Dre was Dr. Dre by the late 80s, very early 90s. So by, by the time he was in, like by, by 1996, he was already a big time producer, you know, figure in hip hop and everything like that. So she came late. She's way after the fact. And, um, 
yeah, I, I would, you know, state the fact in court. Like, look, you know, she wasn't with me, you know, when I had nothing. She wasn't there in the trenches. She didn't make any investments into me other than, you know, sex and time. And what what is that? Because I'm like, you, Nicole Young could have easily been any other woman off the street. So do I think that she deserves, you know, $2 million? Absolutely not. I think, you know, take maybe, you know, two zeros off of that. You know what I'm saying? And she could do a lot with maybe $20,000. You know, two million, no, no. And, and and like I said, it depends because you got to realize when you're so used to having, you know, a certain lifestyle, when you don't have that money anymore, you're going to lose that stuff because you're not going to be able to pay for it anymore. People don't want to have to go through that. So she might as well just stay, you know, if, if, okay, cool. Well, I'm not giving you the money. So what are you, what are you going to do? You're going or you staying? Right. And it's, and that's the part that I kind of, I'm, I'm on a, like, I understand 25 years is a long time. Uh, 24 years is a long time. But at the same time, like you said, she wasn't there when he was putting in the work, you know, probably working minimum wage jobs to make ends yeah. meet until he blew up. And then out, out in Compton, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Out in the trenches, like freaking, especially Compton was like bad in, in the, in the mid late, you know, eighties, even in the 90s, even now, I'm pretty sure it's still trash out there. You know, where where were you? So this is why people like him wind up in situations like that because you're dealing with some... Because let me tell you something right now. A woman that was with him from the beginning, I bet you, would not ask for that much. She wouldn't ask for that much. Like a real woman that like, you know, you know what I'm saying? That was like with you for you and it wasn't about the money, like whether you make it or not. She's not gonna ask for all of that because she'd probably be too distraught over the fact that y'all even had a divorce. Because again, you know, we talked about this before. She's still living in the house. So they probably right, still exactly. see each other every they probably still see each other every day. She's just in the West Wing in the in, in the left corridor. You know what I'm saying? And they probably just like not you know, not speaking to each other, but they still live under the same roof. Or at least he's probably maybe in another house or something like that. Yeah. So you gotta understand this is why. So you can't in 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 one way, the men that put themselves in these positions, they have to share in the blame because if you're a guy that knows, then you'll know not to get with somebody that's really only going to be with you for how much you have and not actually who you are. And then in this day and age, like I've always said, where it's, we live in a society where you either have money or you don't. And women judge men based on more, more monetarily than they do personally. You know, they'll date, they'll, a woman's going to be quicker to date, date somebody who's a doctor or a lawyer or who's already financially stable than, let's say, a guy who's on the come up. And there's no guarantee that he is going to be financially, you know, stable. That's hypergamy. This is a society that, that we live in now. Now, obviously, you're rich and famous. You get to have your pick of women, but you got to be smart enough to know I can't really build anything with these women because I know for a fact if I didn't have any of this anymore, she would she she she'd be the first one to go. So this is why I say that marriage and happily ever after is a fallacy. It's it doesn't it doesn't exist. Yeah, sure, you could perhaps money can buy you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, money money can buy you that, but in the absence of, of all that stuff, when you lose it, you know, one day where's she gonna go? She's gonna go right with all the all the all the stuff that money bought you because money bought you her. See what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty right. sure Nicole looked real good in 1996. She doesn't look, you know, that good now. But I'm pretty sure she was bad back then. You know, I'm pre if, if I Google, you know, Nicole Young, 1996, I'm pretty sure she looked good. She was one of those things that money bought him. So.
I was up last night for like six hours watching a bunch of YouTube videos. And I came across a channel called Top Notch Idiots. You know, they're a bunch of, they're people our age that go around doing dumb stuff, you know, for YouTube videos and stuff. But they do, they do a thing called the gold digger exper- experiment. And this is not just women. You know, there's also men and a few of these videos. But what they would do is so they'll, you know, they'll approach a girl and they'll say, hey, how you doing? Uh, you look really nice today. You look really beautiful. You know, what you up to? You want to go out to eat? And she'd be like, no, I'm too busy. Or, you know, I'm waiting for somebody to come get me. Yeah, then they pull up with a Lamborghini and then she's like, oh, yeah, I actually, uh, my schedule just opened up, stupid bitch. Yeah. Yo, let me, so there was one particular one. It was like a, a lottery ticket one. So one of the one of the guys on the crew was talking to this girl, right? And, you know, she was acting like she didn't speak Spanish and she didn't understand him. And one of the other guys on the crew was the lottery guy on the phone. So he calls him and says, hey, is this... I forgot what his name was. I think it was like Chad or something. And so he asked her to help him, you know, translate because he wasn't good with English. So he wasn't good with English. She wasn't good with Spanish. And then, you know, the lottery guy, his friend was like, hey, you know, we just found out that you have the one of the numbers for the, for the lottery is $5 million. And he started reading off the number and the girl, he, he had gave the girl the paper so she can, you know, talk to the guy and figure it out. And then the moment the, the numbers matched, you saw a change. For, now she's speaking every language in a book you can find and wow. that they're, they're best friends and that she's available to go out to mm-hmm. eat and she wants to go help them claim the ticket and that maybe they can uh, hang out later and stuff wow. like that. And like, yep. it, was, it, was, it wasn't even the fact that she her personality switch it was how clingy she became as soon as that happened like she oh, wouldn't leave him like alone that. yeah she was trying to jump oh. in the car with them even though they was and like me, nah i'm good like it's crazy like and let me let me tell some of you women out there that may be listening to this so y'all don't like to be generalized okay you don't like when men say oh you know, all women are like this, but it's true. All these, all young women, you know, these days, I'm not going to talk about women who were born, you know, in the early 80s, 70s, 60s, you know, and prior, but like all you late 80s babies and 90s and, you know what I'm saying, you know, Generation Z, y'all are all like that. You know, let take one dude who whose girl just broke up with him, let him win the lottery tomorrow and then let her catch one of that. She'll be one of the first people to hit up. And I would love to, like just take part like to me that would be like a social experiment like just for me because i would love to see the amount of people or like women that you know i haven't heard from or i used to date and then like you know things went left and you know we broke up see how quickly they start to blow up my phone like hey oh i heard about it congratulate because that's basically how that conversation was thought like oh hey congratulations so how have you been i'd be like bitch wait what the hell it's true it's true (laughs) All of that is true. Like you can have a, 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 you know, a Honda Civic one day and then you have a Lamborghini and she see you, you know, riding down the street, top down and everything, she'll be hitting you up. That's just how women are. You know, I mean, women will date guys, you know, because of social media, how much social media files they got. So they got two million, so she's gonna assume you got money. She's gonna assume that money comes with that two million. Oh, he got two million, so he might have six or seven figures in the bank. Let me, let me start to highlight him. All women are like that. Right. And I will generalize y'all because it's true. There's no rebuttal. Yeah, I'm you Don't know I, 
I, I'm Lotus Man. I don't associate with him. He's just a person on his pot. No, let me stop. Um, I mean, I, to keep it to keep it positive too. Like I will also say there was another experience. It was another you know gold digger experiment where this dude was uh this. It was another guy, one of the, like the main cast members. He was driving like a Lamborghini, like this gold crusted Lamborghini. Wow. And he was talking to the, this girl, and she was she was real nice. And he was like, "Hey, take a look at it, and whatever." And then they did a thing where his friends came up, and it was like, "Yo, man, we've been trying to call you. What's going on?" And you know, they hired a tow truck, and they told him that his stocks went down and that he lost a lot of his possessions. So the tow guy was taking his car and stuff like that. And then he turned around and was like, "So I guess you don't go on a date." And she laughed and she said, you really think I was just here for that Lamborghini? And then, you know, obviously she, she was like, yeah, I'm still interested. And then she pulled up and um, Maserati, some blue Maserati. So it just goes to show like this is not supposed to be attacking women for me, but it's, it's mostly like we live in a day and age where a lot of feminists, you know, say, you know, women are equal to men and that they, you know, they deserve to get paid as much as men and that, you know, they're breadwinners too. But, you know, unfortunately, time and time again, you see cases where, you know, people still live in that, that age where, you know, someone got to take care of them and, you know, you have to have this type of money to even talk to somebody. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, that's how, that's how, that's how it is. That's just the criteria through which people, tend to judge somebody it's like how much they have and what they can do you know for someone else because i mean this has been going on since the beginning of time you know when men and women start started to pair it's because women would go to the guy that you know would be the provider right right or wrong you right. know the strong guy that could you know hunt and you know bring the most food in and then she'd be safe with him that's how it is you know just nowadays it's really that and then like you know dollar signs so, you know, it, it, ain't, it ain't about attacking women. It's about stating facts. Yeah, I think people, you know, because we get greedy for who they are. You know what I'm saying? They date us, you know, obviously the who, who we actually are takes a backseat to what we can do and how much money we make. Right. And I, I was having a conversation with my brother about that when I was back in New York. Because I've always been that type to wear non-name brand stuff and you know stuff like that and he was like yo man i know you got more money than me and he my brother is uh, two years younger than me but he likes beads and he like he likes the more popular brands and i was like you know i'd, I'd be chilling obviously you know i upgraded my wardrobe a little bit so it's not walmart t-shirts anymore but i was like look man it's i don't i don't tell people my finance and stuff like that, because you see a change in people's mentality. And it's not just women, there's friends and, and all, you know, all types of people, you know, they find out you have a little money, you know, not in your best friend in the world. And, you know, they want to go hang out all the time. And it's like, I hate the fact that money changes people and not in a good way, you know? And that's why I applaud, uh, you know, celebrities that go out and take their time to help others because they know that, even without the money, you know, they still be doing what they want because that's what they love to do. And that because they have the resources, they can help out people. Right. But you also see an increased amount of, uh, you know, a, a lot of celebrities who talk about how they only date people in their industry on a level because unfortunately you meet people who have a little less than them 
and they they run into a situation like Dr. Drake, where people are getting divorced and walking away with way more than they should be, and now the dude got to start off start all over again. And yep. it's crazy. It's crazy. Like uh, I mean, one more example, but there was a footballer. I don't remember his name. I don't, I don't watch football, and and to, which is soccer in Europe. But there was a, a footballer who was married. He had, I think, like three kids. So obviously, you know, he kind of knew with the contract and the money he had. He would, you know, eventually, you know, when they got divorced, I think they was only married for like five years. Now, obviously, you know, he'll be paying some child support and stuff like that. Nope. Was he wrong? She took the house. She got the kids. She got the cars. She got half his money. And it got bad to the point where... He's homeless. He has no money. He's not playing in the league no more. And it's, it, it just, like, I see why so many people are protective of you have finances. To and you have to be. You have to be. Because, you know, I'll quote, you know, my podcast or my quick take where, you know, a lot of the greatest people that you could think of, all these people who made something of themselves, their, you know, losses really came from their investments in people. So that, you know, athlete that you're talking about, he's one of them. You know, his biggest loss came from when he invested in another human being, which is not something that, you know, people should really be, you know, investing in because you don't really know people like that. Even if you know somebody for years, even if you're married and everything like that, things change, circumstances change people change and that is something that will always remain in this world has changed obviously look at this year look at you know what i'm saying like you know things change every day right you know, whether, you know big or small obviously you know systemically things haven't changed but you know chadwick rose is not here you know that's change you know people right. ultimately have to deal with it and that you know was one thing where uh, it, it's a meme that i always liked um i always liked and it was you know you could wake up one day and, you know, your girl will leave you or, you know, your, your the woman that you love can just turn around and love somebody else. But a dollar bill will still be a dollar bill. You know what I'm saying? And right. that's, that's exactly why, where I'd rather invest in myself, invest in, you know, things that can't be taken away versus, you know, a woman. Because, you know, what you think is yours can be obtained by somebody else. Because that, that same girl who, 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 who left that athlete, you, you think she's going to be single? Oh, no. Exactly. So th th this is what I'm saying. You, I can't. I can't invest in that. That 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 information. I, I, no. But you know what you can invest in. This podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because the more people that listen, the more money that fattens up my pocket, and I can quit my OnlyFans journey. Because I'm tired of taking feet pictures on my bed. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, man. <laughs> Nah, but, you know, I, I, I want to talk about that, man, because, like, uh, you know, when I saw that list of demands that she was asking, I was just like, this is what we live in? Like, it, it's my, my end message is basically, like, people need to stop being greedy. You know what I'm saying? Like, she may seem like this is a low amount, but for a lot of people in this world, if they got $2 million a year, you know how many people how many lives that would change like not hundred thousand yeah. dollars they don't care about that yeah they, they, they don't care they they do not care because you know whatever charitable donation she's talking about you know, almost money goes to charity every day but then 
why is it that people are still in the same situation that that they're in? But you got, you know, people who are, you know, multi-billionaires. And then even if they spent, you know, $2 million a day, you know, over the course of 100 years, they still have plenty of money left over. Oh, yeah. And, and um, yeah, but that's that, that, that would literally just turn into a whole nother topic. Hey, if somebody wants to, you know, send me a check for my charitable donations for, uh, instead of, let's say, $120, let us do $150,000. Let me know. Because... Donations. That is... I, I, nah, I... I can't wrap my head around that part. Like, you want him to pay for you to donate? I don't know. He's a clown. That's why that's I said. I would, I would just... I would have just straight up told her, you know, when I come home... Where's the divorce paper? All right here. Rip it up. You stay in here. There's nothing to talk about. You stay in here. That's it. That's 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 exactly how you handle it. You know, unless he's seeing other women and you know that might because we don't know why they're having a divorce. But let's say if he's not seeing other women and he's just a workaholic business, when I come home and then then you there, I will purposely come back home. So I'll leave my other house that I'm staying at. I will come home. I would say, You're not going anywhere. Where's where is it? Rip it up and then tell the press, oh, yeah, yeah, this was just a joke. Carry on. <clears throat> you know, next. And then that's it. <laughs> that's it. Because she, she, that, that, that's your girl, you know, like 20, you know, 25 years. I think, you know, even, even when you mentioned Chris Brown, it's like, you know, all right, him and his, him and his other girl, Karuche, they broke up. But to me, that's still his girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just get to that point with people where, all right, yeah, y'all might go their separate ways. But, you know, you started with me. You might as well just stay, especially if I got money and I'm still paying for you. Man. Yeah, yeah. I may not have money, but I ain't staying anyway because this podcast is over. <laughs> nah, man. It's always good to have you on a on a on a podcast. Any any part parted words or um, any? Uh, just follow me on Instagram at Dimitri Dues Jr. Check out my YouTube channel, which will be the the link for that will be in my uh, bio on Instagram. But if you're on YouTube. Mr. DJ Das MDJ. I got the MDJ podcast. We talk about politics, sports, and relationships, all that stuff on there. I got a lot of gaming content if you're interested and trailer reactions, all of that. So check me out. Absolutely. And if you guys love this this kind of quick take, which I kind of borrowed from my man Dimitri, let me know. Uh, hit me up. I'm always also looking for people who's interested to voice their opinions. So, you know, my Instagram is at Mr. No Days Off Percy. Or, you know, just respond to me uh, through the podcast. And I'm always looking for suggestions, comments, questions, and stuff like that. So, like I always end it, I actually got to go call uh, Robert Downey Jr. back because he has to sign a contract for me. You know, some business stuff that, you know, he has to pay me for. But other than that, thank you, guys. A better hand is a helping hand. And thank you again for another good episode, Dimitri. Peace.